What up? This is Romy Mac. Welcome to Two Cents. We talk about any and everything and then give our two cents. Um, you know who I'm with. As always, Karumbe and of course, Sugar Booger. Um, we've come back to talk about a few things. Um, we was just talking amongst ourselves before the show even started. I was talking about this whole um, this portrayal of that. I want to say Hollywood is, does with certain certain folks of color and and how they basically how they um got Tiffany Haddish coming out in all these uh these films that she's plays this certain type of character. Um I just feel like it's um somewhat of a I won't say like a poor um depiction of black women to the uh to the world. You know what I mean? I think it's great that Tiffany is getting her um just due. She's been in um, the comedy game for a very long time, and you know it's about time that she gets rec recognized for her uh, feats. But they're trying to—I I don't like how they're, they're pinning her in everybody's mind as the ghetto girl that just does whatever the fuck she pleases. But you know, we'll get more into that. Let me get um, my get my ghetto homies on the uh, on the line. Karoon Bay, Sugar Booger, what's up, ghetto? Yeah. Yeah, so obviously, you know, we was talking about that, and I just looked at that recent trailer to the movie Nobody's Fool. Um, it's got uh, Tinka Sumter, her fine ass, she's in it. Um, beautiful black sister. Um, Whoopi Goldberg is in it. Um, my man from Power, um, what's her name? Uh, Omari Hardwick, he's in it too. And uh, and it just look at the, you know, the character, you know, like Tinka Sumter is like this um, career woman. And then her sister just gets out of jail, of course, is played by Tiffany Haddish. And she's like, it's like girl's trip character again, you know what I'm saying? Or the Carmichael show character again, you know, it's like, I mean, I mean, it works. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not knocking it. I'm just thinking in the long scheme of things, I don't want Tiffany Haddish to, to like grow so much as a person. And then to look back on her career and be like, damn. You know, they really had me out here looking like this. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like how Chris Tucker doesn't want to be um, smoky. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he, that's that's why the Friday shit has been like held up that because Chris Tucker really doesn't want to be portrayed as you know this uh, this weed smoking guy. But I don't know. I let y'all. I let y'all. Um, you know, y'all have you know it. What? I just. Um, I just thought about something. Yeah. And for a long time, they portrayed uh, Jim Carrey as the same person. It took him a long time to get out of that role. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He played, oh, yeah. we, I think we finally seen him, like, Truman Show. He had a kind of a serious role, and then the other one. The one with, uh... Um, called Bad Habit or Bad Something. The movie with, uh, like, Andy Kaufman. But he was in that role for a long-ass time, too. And to tell you the truth, you would never know how good of an act he was because it's so used to him being in that role yeah and i'm and i and you know i'm sure they will get to a point where they're gonna put her in like a different type of role like even um what is this shit summer school or night shoot night school with kevin hart that's coming out i think i think she is so has a semi-serious um role but i think there are a couple scenes where she goes full tiffany on them and i was just watching a clip of her hosting the uh what is it? The MTV Movie Awards that comes on tonight, and just just how she was talking. You know, she talked about that grapefruit shit again, and um, I don't I don't know, man. I just you know I I want her to be uh respected if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Because she's very talented. You know how Hollywood 
puts certain people in. And that's what I'm saying, man. So, like, I don't want, like, the wrong person to roll up on her and, like, interpret what she does on camera and then say some foul shit. You know, I mean, it's not that I know the child or anything like that, but if I'm just looking like if I was in her um, sh in her shoes, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, you know, Jay say all the time, a lot of people try to tell you how to do it. They never did it type thing. But again, if I was in that position, just knowing how the history of our people is, you know, they try to dumb us down or, or make us look like we're retarded or like we don't have respect for shit. But Tiffany has a, um, I, would, I would say like a, I was more so. Uh, I would say, like, just happy being what you know, being who and who you know who she is. You know what I'm saying? And I would just hope that you know people when like when she gets approached like by people outside of our community because I feel like the people in our community can can take it for what it is, but those outside of it, like, hey, what up, girl? Shit like that. You know, when they see her, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, how can you? But at the same time, how can you fault them? for how they approach you when you do carry yourself like in movies, in interviews, and just, you know what I'm saying, like that. I'm pretty sure she's not that way all the time. That's just me. And I think she can, if her button is pressed, then she might uh, have to go straight Cali on you. But I feel like, you know, she um, she's very talented and I feel that she should be respected for her gift that, you know, she brings to the world. That's just, that's just my, um, my my theory on that. So, um, yeah, Suge, Suge, what you what you got? Directors out there, man. I mean, you are the movie directors. Put her in a better, a different role, you know, romantic or something else. See how that works. You know, if one of y'all out there listening, I doubt it, but you know, put in one of them roles, boss. Yeah. Besides the hood chick. Maybe one day she'll have a serious role. Uh, I don't care if it's like. Uh, what was that movie uh, with uh, Brian Reynolds and what was the other girl? Uh, the one that played in Miss Congeniality. You know what uh, I'm talking about. Yeah, Reese. You talking about Reese uh, Witherspoon? Not Reese Witherspoon. Not Miss Congeniality. No, that wasn't the one. Sandra uh, Bullock. You talking about The Proposal? Yeah, The Proposal. I actually love that movie. Yeah. But yeah. Put in a role like that where she can still do humor, but it don't have to be like ratchet humor. You know what I'm yeah. saying? She's always, always, anyone she's doing that TV, that TV show, all right. Yes, he's saying it's always the same part. Yeah. Ah, oh, well. Um, so, so Karun, what was your, um, you know, theory on this uh, Tiffany Haddish thing? Man, I was saying the same thing. I, told, I was telling uh, my wife that earlier that, like, and a, a, a thing about that is roles like that will die out easily. Uh -huh. Like, you get about two or three two or three movies and they be like well she's not versatile and then she'd be stuck in that position and then they'll try to find the next you know comedian or somebody they can use in that position to replace you with the next one they think is hot so long I, I say I wouldn't want her to be stuck in that, that, that role because sooner or later like I was saying as many movies as she in now but somebody was saying a while back that uh there's only a certain amount of people that get to shine that's black during a certain time frame yeah I mean, there. I think it's actually true, and if you know, not us, but we might like you in that role, you know. But sooner or later, people are gonna get tired of it. They're gonna see you in that same role all the time, and it's gonna it's gonna hurt you in the long run. Yeah, they're going to like they're basically Kevin. Uh, they're Kevin Hart. She's about to get Kevin Harted, and I don't want to see that happen to the point where she gets shoved down our throat so much that we get. Okay, all right, well, enough. Enough is enough. 
but that's it you know you know space it out but again that moment only lasts forever so you gotta take advantage of it right um i just wish they would have spaced the thing out because she's got like again night school and uh yeah she's got night school coming out she's got this movie no nobody's fool they got her hosting shit so um yeah so of course we had uh you know father's father's day was just today and um you know i want to say i had a pretty good had a pretty good father's day um i was uh i was taken out to this like little action park thing that was really good it was a really good time i had a good time with my lady and her son um we, you know it was like looking at a lot of stuff and like I, a lot of kids are so fortunate to the stuff that they're they're around at a certain age like again like growing up i had like maybe the skating rink we might have had an arcade and um occasionally both liked it but this spot had like uh you know it's like go you can do go-karts there was like late like uh not laser it's almost like like a form of laser tag but with um like uh like a paintball type type feel to it um it, but it was cool it was cool though i'm like the, you know like to see that shit it's like some like a great place where you can just go with like your friends and shit like in high school middle school and everybody everybody can like you know what i'm saying just just chill you know um I thought it was, I just thought it was a really it was a really good time. I really do appreciate being taken, you know, being being taken there. Uh, you know, Father Father's Day goes a lot of and a lot of times goes under the radar uh, with a lot of people in life. Um, you know, they're not really uh, so a lot of people don't really value Father's Day as much as um, of course that they do Mother's Day. You know what I'm saying? Like I saw a meme where um, there's like this diamond bracelet for like five thousand dollars for Mother's Day ad, and then. Like you can get this, uh, these, these, these polo shorts for eleven dollars as like the, uh, you know, what I'm saying the, <laughs> the, the promo for for Father's Day, but um, you know, it's it's uh, that, but that, that's just how, um, the that's just how that's just how things have worked in um, I won't say America. I don't know how Father's Day is re- revered around the world, but um, you know, it's probably the same. Well, they don't value women everywhere in the world, so I don't know. Maybe Mother's Day, like Mother's Day, maybe in like the Middle East is like you know I don't know. She gets spanked on her ass, or something like that. I don't know what. Again, I, I can I'm I'm uh, yeah. It's it's ignorant. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm ignorant to the fact because I don't know. I don't know what happens over over there, but I do know from my experience in the military. I'm sure you guys can relate to it being overseas that women are not you know looked at as equals. I still think Mother's Day is still like uh, higher. It's held higher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just something about Mother's Day. Father's Day is more overlooked everywhere. Well, I mean, there are some fathers that really do put in that, you know what I'm saying, that work and they commend all of those. But, like, in most cases, when it comes down to, like, the kids and all that stuff, it's the mothers that are, you know, that are left to nurture. You know what I'm saying? And there are some bad moms out there. Don't get me wrong. There are some horrible moms that you know that that pin their kids off on um, other on on their on their on their mother, so that they can go out and party, you know, and continue to be young. There are some that pin their kids off on their husbands, so that they can go out and continue to uh, to you know to party and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. Um, and then there's just some that just you know just some that just you know that just don't want you know they're too they're just too immature 
to um to be able to take on the role as mother or father you know in that in that sense but you know moms just commonly get that uh you know that that responsibility but with great responsibility comes great reward so that is why i feel mother's day is like you know again that much bigger than father's day but uh, i mean ideally what do you get for father's day like well again you know let's just say gifts are free. yeah gifts are free you but you but you as a father you as a father jeff what would you what would be a good gift uh like if you were your own son or daughter what would you get yourself for, uh for father's day uh a game probably or uh some gym gloves something like that a blow up doll, one of those new, uh, one of those new models. I need a robot. I need a robot. I need yeah. a real robot. Yeah. Shut up, shit. I need that robot. Yeah. One, one name. Uh, uh, what, what, what we come up with a name? Ivanka. We have a, have a, have a, have a oh, robot. I don't like that Russian shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Russian. We get one called uh, Fanica. What about Fanica? Fanica, uh, Fanica come with a pack of ramen noodles. Yeah, you gotta get uh, you gotta get your Fanica and want to know how to make scrapple. Like she know how to make scrapple. Oh, you want one of those uh, one of those chins or a chin? Yeah, Lucy Lucy Lucy. yeah, chin 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 lang. That's what we call it, chin lang. Chin lang. Chin chin lang lang. So you can give it that thang thang. That thang thang. Yeah, uh, me as a father, uh, uh, probably cologne. Cologne is probably like what, like one of those small things you can get. I don't need nothing major because I get anything else I probably want. Um, yeah, you can never go wrong with like a game. Um, anything Hogan, Flair, NWO. I don't want no belts. I had belts and I sold them. Yeah. Yeah, you want one of them past the Troys. But you guys got it. You know, you guys are there for each other every day. You know, always doing doing things for each other. Um, especially yeah. like when like when when times get hard. You know, what I'm saying we we all just we all uh you know band together as a family and um and pull you know and just try to pull through. For you know, for instance, with uh you know, same thing with uh you know uh Wolverine in the in, in the hospital. You know, we trying to um. We you guys banding together and pulling through and and it's coming out, you know. I I never forget, you know. Again, when it started, the whole the whole process, not knowing, you know, the uncertain the uncertainty of what was going to happen. You know, what I mean that that's what hit me as an uncle from this far away. It's like not knowing what possibly could happen, but you know, as you can see here, we you know here we are. God, you know, God does these blessings every day, um, and sure enough, we're you know that much closer. That much closer to uh, to wrecking havoc 
in that household it'd be two on two and that'll be great for you guys yeah so let's uh let's discuss about um trump separating families and blaming it on democrats like what the fuck man separating other kids man like they're um they like the the mexican border they're 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 really deporting they're, they're deporting parents and leaving the kids here in um america it was like over the weekend i think it was like over two thousand kids that were just my understanding that is that these parents are they're not just crossing illegally they're going to the border themselves and saying hey I want to apply for asylum. They're asking to apply for asylum. It's not like they're sneaking into the U.S. I don't know if there are people sneaking in or not, but the, from what I read was that people are trying to apply for asylum, but that's when they get separated, which I'm confused about. If they're going to apply for asylum, isn't it better to do it that way than to just cross the border illegally? I mean, they're actually saying, hey, I need help, you know, and instead they just separate them and their kids. For what reason? I don't know. They said a baby was ripped from her mom's breast. She was breastfeeding her baby and they took the baby? Like, come on, what is the baby gonna do? The baby ain't gonna do nothing. Why yeah, am I taking the baby away from the They gonna sell their kids, man. Y'all don't understand, man. They about to right. sell them off, bro. And then they don't tell them where their kids are. They don't have, some of them don't have contact with them. Like, yeah, they was like. <laughs> what, what is that? What, what is, what is trying to be accomplished? This is stupid.
stay with their families and be here and shit. They shitting on him. Hey, I know. They like, okay, shitting all over him. This is a different person. He does not want to deal with it. He does not feel like dealing with it. He, that's that's him. Why he's not saying that. That's why he's pointing fingers. That he's, he doesn't want to deal with it. He doesn't want to care. He doesn't care. He's pointing fingers and he don't want to take responsibility. That's all it is. That's what I'm saying. He don't want to deal with it. He doesn't. But he I'm, has not, the, I'm not defending you know him, but I I remember when Obama was letting them in here, they were shitting on him. gonna be as long as uh you know my man is in office and you know he's voiced this this uh this narrative about uh, again getting people out of the country a particular demographic out of the country yet and still you have these mass murderers um with a certain particular color still in the country but you don't you don't try to boost them out so i mean that's but that's neither here nor there um if the killers, if any of these killers were Muslim, um, you know, if they were black, they would be out of the country. They would, they would be, there would be something forced. They would be out of the country. I'm almost certain that uh, that that would be the that would be the case. But it is what it is. I mean, he's he's he keeps promoting this um, this racial um, you know divide amongst the amongst the American people. And and this shit travels, you know what I'm saying? Like again, you look at keep checking World Star every day. You'll find a new video where a white person is just going on this racial rant to uh, a group of black people or a group of um, you know, Latinos. I put it like it don't look good on it don't look good on him and it don't look good on America school. No, that's what I'm saying. That's but then we try to go around and police them. Yeah. And no one believe no one wants to like deal with his fucking ass. They've been they've been seeing that shit for the longest how this been going down. So they've been saying a racial divide in America long before he got in. They've been saying that for a long time now, bro. I hate to say it, but they've been saying it. Yeah. They've been saying the injustice, but we'll go over to Syria and anywhere else. Man, we got racism. They've been saying this shit. They're not blind to it. We've been dealing with racism for the last four hundred years. So what is uh <laughs> What is that? You know, we don't see any change. That that's one thing that's been consistent here in the, um, you know, in America, the racial divide and the classism. Those two things have always remained the same. Everything else might be innovative. You might get a new invention and all this stuff, but they've always, they've always had this thing where whites are here, blacks are here, Latins are here, Asians are here. You know, and then there's once you get past that aspect, you got to get into, well, the rich is here, the poor is here and everybody else can fit in the middle for now, you know, but the walls are closing in on that middle class. You best believe that shit. 
the walls are definitely closing in. And we there you have it. And that's what is that's what I'm saying. But that's uh you know, such is life though, you know. Um we <laughs> I I don't know how some per, some person can live here and just feel like, you know, they have the right to tell somebody to leave this country. Nobody, nobody deserves to be here in this country. You know what I'm saying? No one. I mean, again, black people were brought here. You know, we were we were, we were brought here. So and it's so and that's another thing that's like, that's so fucking offensive um to the people out there that do think like such whether you're white whatever color um race or creed you are when you when you know that this group of people was brought here in slavery 400 years ago by a choice apparently and uh when you are brought to america on a boat you're forced on a boat and leave your your homeland and then the shit you had to go through for those you know those 400 years only for you to say go back to your country do you know we had to go through to get to get to this point and you say oh you know that's you should go back you should go back to africa you know but yeah oh yeah it's just like knowing that you, you know where this shit comes from. Like, if you know if you know about Africa, then you know about how we got from Africa to here. But you still insist on saying, why don't you go back to Africa? That's pretty fucked. That's pretty fucked up. That's pretty fucked up, I must say. That's some fucked up. That's fucked up shit to say. That's like, again, you know, um, you know this girl's been raped or whatever. You know this woman's been raped before. And you just say to her, well, you might as well let the other person rape you. Uh, like the fuck, like it's just whatever, man. That's just some foul shit. That's just some foul shit to say to people. But I digress, man. Trump, you um, you keep pumping out this uh, this racial divide, and you hey, whatever, you do it, you do what you do, man. Um, and you know, all we can do is do our part in trying to vote folks out of their office that do support these mindsets. And uh, pay attention to local government, myself included. And just try to, you know, try to build a better, a better tomorrow for our, um, for our kids. You know, ultimately they're going to be the future, and this is going to be shit that they're going to have to deal with. You know, um, yeah. So, dude, I'm on to the point, man. If it was a better tomorrow, what happened by now? I said that. Well, I mean, we keep doing the same thing, expecting change. It's called insanity. So, shit got to change. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, shit got to change. Um, so I was, um. So I was reading um, this afternoon. I got the alert. Um, said popular actress was, uh, you know, hospitalized for threatening to shoot herself. And it turns out it was Heather Locklear. You know, you remember her from like the Melrose Place years, and she was in Money Talks with the not was it Money Talks? Yeah, Money Talks with Chris Tucker and and um, what's the dude with HIV? Shit, Charlie Sheen. And it's like, it's, it's wild, you know, like to be under like, sir, I mean, I don't feel bad for, for millionaires, but they are faced with like, um, mental, you know what I'm saying? Like they do face mental health issues on the, uh, on the grandest scale, just as much as, you know, I would say I, I deal with mental, um, mental illness on, um, on, I would say like on a basic scale rather, um, right now in, in my own life. So to, say how do you how do you deal with like the um 
the stress of life you know that comes about you know like you um you got things that you just exist only in your head and you want to tell folks again how you um what you're going through but you don't think they'll ever understand because they only see it from their uh for their own perspective and they don't they're not able to put themselves in your shoes because they might not even be going through what um you know what i'm saying what you're going through at the time in your in your in your head so it's just uh it's I just look at folks like that who have it just it just it's a reflection of what Jim Carrey says, man. You know what I'm saying? I used to think that uh, having all the money in the world was like make everything fine, but what you really want is peace. You know what I'm saying? Inner peace, really. And um, and I just credit those. I I value I value peace so much, man. Um, to have to have that thing, you know that I think a lot of us. Uh, especially, especially me, like during my twenty, I want to say during my twenties and shit like that. I look at all my friends that were uh, in relationships, these long relationships, still married to this day, and all this stuff. You know, again, like you got, like you guys, you know what I'm saying? You guys being together, or uh, or say like Tommy, you know, Tommy the Train and uh, and his wife, you know what I'm saying? Um, like these folks that have been together, you have your, uh, I want to say, somewhat your sense of peace and you know in a sense and it's not it's not all perfect you know what yeah, i mean no marriage, you yeah you got you got somewhat of a peace it's somewhat of a peace man you don't have no peace in your that's a whole that's a whole another that's a whole another ball game right there but like again you're always searching for something like there's always a level of uncertainty at least for like what i, I can only speak but you can only, i mean obviously you speak for for being married, <laughs> for being married, but like for me and like the dating into my, uh, I want to say late, like I want to say, yeah, throughout my twenties, man, it was just a, like a level of uncertainty, and it's like she's never going to, I don't think she's ever going to to love, the, to appreciate me for what for what I bring to the table. So it's like, why not just date, you know, a whole bunch of girls, and then like when I'm done, I'm just done, type shit you know, or have a, a variety of them and just get bits and pieces, almost get your sense of peace and bits and pieces of that, you know what I'm saying, but is that fair to the individuals that are being involved, you know um, it's just it's just funny how you view things, you know, at a certain age versus when you're, when you're older, you know what I'm saying, obviously you knew better if you knew better, you do better um concept so working towards having like your somewhat uh, <laughs> sense of peace of mind having you know your fam your family because again being out here just dating and shit ultimately you're alone you know i mean there's one thing of being lonely and there's one thing of being alone and so i mean not everybody's gets i'm sure your people get lonely but you get uh you get you know you get that sense of being just alone a lot of time and of course i'm sure being married that you do want that time to be alone but you also appreciate and you love that time with your family you know what i mean like just to know that that's this is it this is what it is like for instance with having my i would say my family like grow like growing up in the house like no matter what i did whether it was like trying to sneak to a party or something like that in high school at the end of the day it was the four of us it was me my brother my mom my my pop you know what i mean in the house that was that was the base 
and that's what you know what i'm saying you want to at least what i want to to have you know what i'm saying that sense of that that base you know what i'm saying so like that's always uh you know super dope someone that something that you can rely on like when it's all said and done with this life man all you have is just each other you know um of course your kids are gonna grow they're gonna get older and they're gonna go out and try to seek the very same thing that you're out you know out at and that, that you have you know what i'm saying that sense of uh you know that peace that you i mean ideally i mean there are some people married that are just get on each other's damn nerves and just they're and they're just uh yeah yeah i mean you just have that you know that there's some some people want to work it out and others are just stuck together for whatever reason you know what i'm saying it's like yeah they get on each other's nerves but you couldn't see yourself without that that person. And I, what what you know? That's uh, who. How you feel about your relationship is only you would know. But you know, I just want that at least for at least for myself, man. I, I'd be content with just having that, man. Not so much like the chasing, you know, leaving alone the chasing skirts, man. This is uh, it's a it's different, you know. I want to say when you finally um get to be with the individual that you're uh that you want. That you wanted, you know, you uh, you move a little bit differently. You know what I'm saying? Like you're uh, you 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 you're very obviously you're more cautious than you were before because you're like, all right, cool, whatever. But for at least for me, you know what I'm saying? It's like you're afraid, like you love someone so much that you're afraid to lose them. You know, and that's uh, it's a it's a it's very rare. It's very rare. Some people do that. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of uh, a lot of women have gone through through that with they especially when they were head over heels over a guy or something like that they probably you know were just afraid to lose them so they put up with a lot of shit from them that they normally probably or logically wouldn't wouldn't have done you know what i'm saying so uh, there's things i uh things i think about uh with the with that but uh i mean what you guys take uh you guys being the married couple um as far as having that sense of I want to say balance in your life. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys, I mean, you guys have known me for the for the longest. You know, for the most part, it's been just myself. You know what I'm saying? So, like to to have that part, I would say that partnership. You know what I'm saying? Man, you talking about peace? You ain't man, ain't no peace, man. I feel like I'm the total opposite, man. This person here is. You get peace.
Yeah, it's, it's all right to have somebody like next to you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can get peace. I mean, there's a different type of peace, though. There's a peace where it's quiet in the house, and you know, I think if you get married, it'll be the complete opposite. And stuff, and you know, but. Like, you know, be, you'll be like, yeah, I got somebody next to me, you know, whatever, and... But sometimes... But then you're going to be, be looking for the other piece, then the piece of, can I just be left alone type, you know, there's going to be a complete opposite. Yeah, sometimes you can do that. You know? I don't know, man. I don't know how to explain it. Different types of peace. The peace where the house is quiet and everybody's cooperating, nobody's at each other's throats, and we just, you know, we cool, we straight. And then there's a piece where the house is empty and you by yourself and you got time to think, you know? Why you sound like the dude on, uh, what's that show? Urkel? I'm in the middle of his friend right I now. Know. I don't know. Nah, you do sound like, you do sound real nasal right about now. <laughs> My nose is stopped up. Yeah, so it's like, so Laura, you ever going to go out with me or what? <laughs> so, I got Alex. I can't yeah. breathe. Yeah, I never got you know. I was talking with um, I was talking with my lady about how how my, how fucking Urkel was just kept going at going at Laura and and she just dissed that fool the entire time and talks about you know I hate you Steve I never I hope you leave and never come back and and then they feel bad and let this motherfucker back to do the same dumb shit again. It's whatever. And the whole time he had Myra, and Myra was better than Laura. Laura yeah, Myra was better than Laura. I always And she fucked and she fucked with him. Like nerd and all. She fucked she fucked with him. She really did. She really was like, you know what? He's a nerd. He likes cheese. He likes uh what the the, the accordion. All that. She had it. You know what I'm saying? I it wouldn't have been Laura wouldn't have even have thought in my mind. Why are you playing? Maxine was the one. And ain't even on no light skin shit. It's just that she was the one. I mean, I like Laura when she had like the little short hair. That was probably her best her best look. She looked mean with that, yeah. A little Tony Braxton um like dude she used to used to have like Everybody had her style. Yeah, she was mean, man. She was say yeah, she was bad. But now she still got that short hair, but now she look like she didn't had every type of cake from hostess and stuff now. She's just um she is a snack queen. For real. But I mean she's had but she's had children. So I you know, I'm not gonna show I'm not gonna be that insensitive. Uh but you know, she's had she's she's sacrificed her body so that she could bring life. But we're working out together after you do that. I want you to know that as my wife well, after we sacrifice your body, we sacrifice an hours in the gym together, and that's that's how I that's how I see it. Um, so yeah, so Beyonce and Jay Z dropped a surprise album, only on title. And uh, yeah, every listen, Beehive, Beehive, y'all know who attack, y'all know who y'all know who to attack, straight up, because they're not gonna be disrespectful, disrespectful. To 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 Beyonce, to Beyonce Carter. Is it good? I haven't heard I haven't heard it yet. I read lyrics. I know that um, one song "Ape Shit." They go at Kim and Kanye. They go at Drake. Um, well, Jay Z does. You know, Kim's make Kim made a statement about. I mean, Beyonce made a statement about Kim in the lyrics. 
But it is what it is, man. I don't know. Yeah, it sells. Controversy sells. You know, I just want R and B back. I want that. That'd be nice to have me. We were discussing that there are. We said something about there are no more R and B type real songs. Just rap. He was like, she rapping on a record. I'm like, she been rapping on a record. Is what the album got like two R and B songs now. That's what it usually has. The album usually has maybe two or three. And then the rest of the beat niggas rapping over like rap beats or something, like talking over them and shit. That's pretty much how I was put together now. Yeah. yeah. So. I was some old school, all the 90s R&B the other day, man. R&B and rap. I'm just, I'm just saying there's no real R&B type stuff now. And we didn't do find the army. They don't push them. And it's like you, you, you have to fucking search for artists, man. That's the sad part. Yep, they don't push those artists. And the crazy part is, I was saying this like maybe a week or so ago or two weeks ago. Most of the time, the R&B stuff you want to hear come from fucking British people. Yeah. Is they either British or they're white? Like white soul. That's where it is. R&B, they're the ones having appreciation for it. Adele. Adele, I'm waiting on a new Fergie album. Fuck it. If I gotta wait for R&B, give me the new Fergie. I'll, I'll take a new Fergie. I'll take a new Lisa Stanfield. Um, who? Uh, who next? I'll wait on the next Hall and Oates album. Give me, give me a Hall and Oates album then. Fuck it. I'll take a Hall and Oates album. I don't care. I'm going to get it. I'll take that. I'll take uh, who else? I'll take the new. I'll take a Elton John album. Um. Yeah, I will most definitely take a fucking Elton John album. Yep, Sir Elton John. I'll, I'll take a Sir Elton John album. Who else do? Oh, what? Uh, Justin, yeah, fuck it. Justin Bieber. Oh, Justin Bieber be trying to pull that. He do some R&B and he be pulling that bullshit, too. I like Justin Timberlake. Yep. No, nothing gets better than Future Sex Love Sounds. I don't care what else to come out with. It's got to be produced by Pharrell, though, man. Yeah. If it's by Pharrell, I know it's going to Pharrell is going to sound fire. That Virginia sound, act like you know, 757, we make hits. That's what we do. You can get a Kanye beat in there every once in a while. No, no, I don't need no damn Kanye. Nope, I don't want any Kanye. Yes, you know, man, what what song? When you said it's always on the, uh, should be on the uh, old Kanye produced album. Charlie, you talking about? Well, you talking about Charlie? Hey, Ooh, you're Kanye, when did Kanye produce? When did Justin Timberlake do a Kanye album? No, I'm just saying, if Kanye produced it, Charlie Wizard was on it. Justin Timberlake, you will listen to it. I have to see what it sounds like, but I want that Charlie yeah, by itself. Yeah, I want that Char. I want that Charlie. That Charlie. Take out the R. I just want that C H A A L I E Charlie. We want. We want that Charlie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, what he? Yeah, whatever. Snoop, Snoop got an album out. Snoop got. Oh, we need to talk about that. Snoop got Stephen A in trouble. Hey, it's dumb, but he had to issue an apology on because of his company that he works for. But like on the um, you know, if you watch like the GGN network with uh uh. Whatever he calls himself, Nemo, aka Nemo Hoes and shit. I guess basically Snoop's like little podcast or video thing. Oh, yeah. he, his little, his little, uh, all 
show. Yeah. Or and he had Stephen A. Stephen A. was on. I was waiting for that because they did that shit months ago. Like literally five months ago, they did this shit, but it's finally just released. And he ain't smoke weed. No, he ain't smoke weed. Stephen A. is you know he's too he's too classic for all that. But um, they got on the subject. You know how like at the end of the show he asked like a series of questions, and he said ass or titties, and then Stephen A. was like, well, you you know. You know, I, I, you know me, man. I, I like a, I, I like big butts. I definitely like like a big, you know, like a big ass. That's like, that's what does it for me. You got to have a big ass. You know, I think you know anybody knows me knows I like to have a big ass. That's what I gotta have. But you know, anyway, beside the point. That's but you know that's how Stephen A. talked. That's what he said, and um, he said he like he said he like big ass. I don't see the problem, but I mean, it does work for Disney, but it is what it is, man. Like. I don't really think it's that. Yeah, they always yeah. the same thing saying about, um, about um, what we just said. Uh, what's that nigga name? Samuel Jackson. The same he just said. He just making a little, a little joke during that thing, and a bunch of motherfuckers get mad at him. Who's taking? Oh, who's taking yeah. offense? Who's taking? My thing is, who's taking offense to this shit? I want to know who's taking offense to this shit. Uh, a, a person that's got no hair. Remember, you came to. Yeah, they came. They came to us. Just be like they came to us. You know, I understand where we started. We started from the bottom. Now we're here. Really? Um, you can't say nothing now, man. Nothing. That same joke Sadie L. Jackson made about those politicians. Uh, you know. You know them sucking. How are you not offended? Why? How are you offended by the shit Samuel L. Jackson says, by what Stephen A. says? But your president called. But your president said NFL. The president. The president called. The, it just made a fucking joke. The president. The president called. The president called football players sons of bitches, man. The president called people sons of bitches. I ain't, we ain't got nothing else to talk about. Bro, you said. That's that's what irritates 
that's Ebony be like, you shouldn't say what you say. Like, I'd be like, man, I hate this fucking place. Like, me saying that, I'm like, man, I'm being, I'm being honest because this is, it's out of, it's not even, it's not even fucking in context anymore, man. Nothing's in context anymore. It's just like, it's, everything's blown out of proportion to the hundredfold, yo. To the hundred fucking fold. Yeah. That is, uh, that is just, uh, I don't know sometimes if I can't get out of this place, I, I would want to buy me a house. I know a lot of people going to, um, to be like, like, logging and stuff now to get away from shit like this. It's great. Because they realize, like, how fucking irritating and stupid social media society is, man. Yeah, social media is a bitch. And life, yeah, life is already man, fucked just, up. Life is already I'm fucked up. Like, I pick up my phone and I look at something and I just get every fucking day. It ain't like once a day. It's like every day I'm like irritated at how dumb people are. And then whenever they do some shit, they're like, wow, if he said that, if it was so and so, I'm like, if somebody called a bunch of people, so, like they irritated by everything. Everything pees somebody off at some point. I eat chicken. Somebody's pissed I eat chicken. If, if I fucking got a fur coat on in the middle of winter in a snowstorm and I'm, I'm walking a mile, they mad I got a fucking fur coat on. What you, it's like people are offended by every fucking thing, man. They don't know how not to be offended. It's like irritating, man. It's hella irritating. you like, man, is this, is this real? Like, sometimes I have to look and be like, is this a fucking alternate reality? Is this shit real? Mm. Well, um, so, you heard it. You heard Jeffrey. You heard his um, mini rant. Now it's time for the. Uh, it's time for that. It's time for that. It's time for that. That that Shug. Shug, I know you got one. Before we uh before we shut it down. You got one. You need to go to sleep. That's what we gotta talk about. Fuck, hold up. Go ahead. Her lady with her daughter had a shirt bashing her baby daddy. Come on now. Let's be grown adults. I got one thing. I got one thing for you. What? Target with the baby daddy cards. Oh, I, I didn't see that at Target. I, went to, I actually got my father's name cards. That's well. funny. That I like, you know, is it offensive? I, 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 I it, in, in in hindsight, yes, it's offensive, but I don't think it's nothing to be like, oh my god, I'm outraged. I need like again how social media responds to every fucking thing. But no. I just think it's like it's they really like made. Daddy, daddy, all the time, that's be the ones that are offended. Those that actually do be like, this is my baby daddy. But if they see something in the store that says baby daddy and get pissed, I don't get it. So I mean, yeah, people say it all the time. Baby daddy or baby daddy. But
Actually, people that like, oh, they got a name in Father's Day. There's other. I'm like, bro, you're not offended by Mother's Day, motherfucker. Like, that's how fucking stupid this place is. <laughs> yeah. Like, jeez, man. Yo, man. I, I, I know everybody can't be this dumb. I swear they can't be. If, if people are getting this stupid at movie idiocracy, it's actually gonna come true. No. <laughs> Cool. All right. So, um, do we, uh, besides, besides that, Jeffrey, we got anything we want to leave with the folk before we, uh, we close out? Oh, man. Um, oh, I dropped. There's a game that's probably coming out called my, my friend Pedro. I, I sent you that. That's just, y'all should look at us. It's going to be fire. My, my, my cousin Pedro, my friend Pedro, I think. Yo, Drake, mama, talk. We're going to, we're going to stop with this shit. Drake mom talking about rap beefs need to stop. No. Do you know the history of rap? That's It's a oh part of it. Is, is, she, is, that, is his family and friends still salty? Tell his mama, don't sit down. They still salty he lost? Nigga, move the fuck on, bro. No one cares. We are to a whole other subject. Anybody, any other rapper's been beat is just lost. Me, you didn't feel sorry for oh, me. You didn't feel they sorry for me. Like Jay Z and Nas had a great. You didn't feel sorry for me. You didn't feel sorry for me. Nah, he was riding that fucking high horse. The fuck out of here, man. I can't stand. And that's how these niggas is, man. They like. Uh, I can't believe I live in this time. Sometimes I think I, I grew up in the wrong period, yo. Yep, I was supposed to be there with Earth, Wind, and Fire. I was supposed to be right there, Maurice White, doing coke in Studio Fifty Four with Now Rogers and shit. Cause I, I can't take these dumb niggas and all this stupid shit. Yeah, that's well, going on that made my hair hurt. Yeah, his hair hurt. Sugar, sugar, um, sugar gave her rant about Father's Day. Target got baby daddy cards. We appreciate everybody for listening to Two Cents, but from Romy Mac Karumbe. And uh, Sugar Book, and of course, Phoenix, we out. Peace.